Welcome to the CCO Buzz. I'm Jennifer Green, the marketing strategist here at Core Compliance and Legal Services. This week, I'll be recapping the highlights of the 2018 Investment Advisor Compliance Conference, which took place last week in Washington, D.C. The conference kicked off with impressive discussions with key staff from the SEC, including the Honorable Hester Pierce, Commissioner. Commissioner Pierce's discussion with the CEO of IAA, Karen Barr, was an interesting one, discussing rule focus, new rules, and challenges. She made a poignant comment that investment advisors should be careful what they wish for when it comes to rules and regulations. Apparently, there's been a lot of discussion and requests to increase regulations for broker-dealers, but in the process of doing so, it's likely that investment advisors will see increased regulations as well. Ms. Barr asked Commissioner Pierce what she viewed as the three biggest challenges for the SEC, and her answers were cybersecurity, cryptocurrency, and a return to the unglamorous, quote-unquote, bread and butter of what the SEC does, those less exciting areas of regulation that need to be focused on as a day-to-day aspect of what the SEC is all about. After that, there was a roundtable discussion between Peter Driscoll, the Director of the Office of Compliance Inspections, as well as Stephanie Avakayan, Co-Director of the Division of Enforcement, as and Robert Kaplan, partner at Debevoice and Plimpton LLP, as well as Gail Bernstein, General Counsel for IAA, who moderated. Their discussion was lively and covered a variety of topics, but emphasized throughout the entire thing was that the SEC is experiencing greater collaboration than ever before, and there is a distinct effort being made to make the agency more approachable than it has been in the past. A hot topic that was of clear interest to the crowd was the idea of robo-advisors and the risk involved with them. Director Driscoll took the lead on the topic with some interesting insights as to what he sees as the two main categories that robo-advisors fall under. For more details on these initial sessions with the SEC staff, I invite you to subscribe to the Core Compliance blog. A detailed recap of those initial discussions is going to be posted to our blog in the coming weeks. From there, the breakout sessions began after a networking break, with tracks suitable for small, medium, and large firms. I generally attended the small firm sessions, and I found them extremely insightful and practical for the attendees. I heard from attendees of all firm sizes that the sessions geared towards their specific firm size were well thought out and put together, and those folks found as much value in their sessions as I did in the small firm sessions. One of the first breakout sessions I attended was about compliance testing and implementation for smaller firms. It focused on what regulators would be expecting to see in a firm's annual compliance review. A key takeaway from the session was that an annual review shouldn't be a one-time event once a year. Sure, certain aspects need to be done once a year, but despite what's implied with the name, the annual review as a whole needs to be an ongoing constant process. The panelists also discussed practical aspects, such as review types, best practices for when to do reviews internally or hire an outside consultant, and similar items. This session was one of the most packed sessions I saw, with attendees spilling out into the hall to try and listen in. After that, it was the session that nearly every attendee described as the best one they attended, regardless of the track they were on. Every size firm had a cybersecurity session. I sat in on the small firm cybersecurity session, and it was extremely informative and practical. It started with an in-depth look at the biggest risks that small firms face, and how attacks and problems actually happen in the real world, coming from a cybersecurity expert. It then had the leaders of two smaller firms describing their experiences with becoming more secure in their digital environment. Laura Drynan, partner at Bridgen Capital Management, had an upbeat take on a scary topic 
pointing out where there were extensive gaps, but telling a story that made becoming more secure with your firm's digital environment seem achievable. I particularly enjoyed the real examples of phishing emails presented by David Edwards, president at Heron Financial Group, as well as Mr. Edwards' story of setting up a secure digital environment early on when there was really little guidance out there. For more details on this specific session, I again encourage you to subscribe to our blog. This one was such a good session that I'll be posting a more detailed recap in the coming weeks. After the cybersecurity session, nearly every attendee could be heard discussing what they'd learned and the steps they wanted to take to deal with the risks. One of the final sessions I attended on Thursday was advertising, marketing materials, and social media, which was insightful and included input from Melissa Hark, the senior special counsel in the Division of Investment Management at the SEC. The advertising rule is always one that stirs up discussion, and the panelists spent a lot of time reviewing what counts as marketing materials, what counts as advertising, specific definitions of all the related terms, and more. Specifics involving social media were reviewed in terms of how they relate to the rule, and they were very direct and to the point. After that, the first day of the conference wrapped up with the cocktail hour, where attendees discussed what they learned that day. Cybersecurity was definitely one of the most discussed topics and was at the top of everybody's mind. The next day, the session on best practices for Form ADV disclosure was packed. Even people catching early flights out made a point to sit in for that session. It was very hands-on, almost a walkthrough of the form, not quite, but close, and plenty of attendees submitted questions for discussion. Immediately after was a session on the recent custody rule, which again was packed and had a lot of questions flying through the room. SLOAs, first person transfers, and inadvertent custody were clearly on the mind of many attendees, and the discussion in the breakout sessions after this showed it. Michelle Jacko, speaking as the managing partner for Jacko Law Group, moderated one of the breakout sessions after the SLOA panel. That session was about considerations for advisors with individual clients, including discussion about the DOL fiduciary rule and aging clients. Presenting with Michelle were Stephen Wilkes, CEO of Hutchinson Capital Management, Scott Drager, General Counsel and COO of RM Davis, Inc., and Sharon Bucafusco, Vice President and CCO of Tradition Capital Management, LLC. This session was described as one of the best at the conference, second only to the cybersecurity sessions, and attendees stayed for nearly an hour after the session ended to talk further with Michelle and the other panelists about specifics of the DOL rule. For a more detailed review of the session, much like the other hot topics from the conference, a recap will be posted on the website of our sister company, Jacko Law Group, and you'll be able to find it on the blog there in the coming weeks. The conference wrapped up with more breakout sessions, rich in information and discussion, with one of the last sessions after lunch being nearly as packed as the ADV session. That was the session on strategies for managing an SEC exam, which again, part of why it seemed so popular was that it was a very practical, actionable presentation with strategies that advisors really found helpful. Were you at the conference? Did you come by our booth to say hello? Leave us a comment if you did. Uh, or just leave your thoughts on the conference along with your favorite sessions. If you have any questions on the topics at the conference, or you would like to discuss the specific hot topics in more detail, request time with one of our compliance consultants by giving us a call at 619-278-0020, or you can email us at info at Thank you.